Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 7, Prophets Warn. The Bible story focuses on one family line. Each of the characters is flawed. They're not God. They're human, like us. God works with, through, and alongside people in the unfolding family journey. Now, Judah's pagan king Manasseh is warned by God's prophets that his actions will cost his freedom. Episode 2. An Assyrian invasion brings reformation in Judah. The Assyrian king, Ashurbanipal, invades and Manasseh is bound and taken to Babylon. In exile, he asks Yahweh God for freedom and eventually his captors return him to Jerusalem. Now Manasseh removes idols, demolishes altars and commands people to worship the one true God. The time is now around 660 BC. God sends another prophet to Assyria, to Nineveh, Assyria's capital. The prophet Nahum, meaning comfort, prophesies the downfall of Assyria, Media, Persia and Babylon. He travels to Nineveh and tells the people that if they don't change, their empire will fall. He also tells the people of Judah not to worry that God will bring justice to Assyria. Now King Manasseh dies after a 55-year reign. On his death, King Manasseh's 22-year-old son Ammon, meaning hidden one, takes the throne. He undoes his father's reforms, rebuilds pagan altars and continues pagan worship. But his servants conspire and murder him. Then there is an uprising in Judah and those who conspired against Ammon are executed. The time is now around 640 BC. Now a 300-year-old prophecy is about to become true. King Ammon's eight-year-old son Josiah, meaning hidden one, is appointed king. Josiah tries to right the wrongs done during his father's reign. Aged 25, he assigns qualified men to repair and restore the temple. During the project, the priest Hilkiah, meaning God is my portion, finds a scroll with the law of Moses. The scribe Shaphan reads to the king. Hearing its contents, Josiah is distraught and seeks counsel from the prophetess Huldah, meaning mole. She says that he will be saved calamity because his heart is humble toward God. Now Josiah gathers the people at the temple and Moses' teachings, the law, is read to everyone. Josiah makes a covenant to follow God with all his heart and asks the people to do likewise. He destroys and burns all pagan gods, exhumes their dead priests and burns them on Bethel's rival altar. He now fulfills the 300-year-old prophecy made to Israel's first king, Jeroboam, by destroying the rival altar. Now Josiah holds the greatest Passover festival since the prophet Samuel, who had died nearly 400 years before. During Josiah's reign, the prophet Zephaniah, meaning hidden by God, brings messages from God. Zephaniah has royal ancestry and tells of God's judgment of surrounding nations and Israel. He speaks of God's restoration of the people of Israel when God is their king. Thirteen years into Josiah's reign, another prophet, Jeremiah, meaning the Lord exalts, speaks. He has priestly ancestry. His father is a high priest from the area of Benjamin. 
God says that he chose Jeremiah from the womb, and as an adult, God touches his lips so that Jeremiah has God's words in his mouth. Now God describes Israel and Judah as sisters whose relationship with him is unfaithful, like a prostitute. God calls the Hebrew people back to him to reject other gods and he will forgive them. Now Jeremiah has a vision of an almond tree and a pot boiling in the north, which is about to tip over. God says destruction will boil over and Judah will be invaded from the north. God says he will protect Jeremiah, but everyone will be against him. So Jeremiah tells the people that God will punish them for their unfaithfulness and cause them to repent. You can read the stories in the books of 1 and 2 Kings and 1 and 2 Chronicles and in the books of the prophets Zephaniah and Jeremiah. The prophets sent to speak on God's behalf during the Bible often spoke of the future too. Isaiah spoke of a coming king prophesying the birth of Jesus and things about his life. The Bible library of 66 books brings together one interconnected story. You can view the big picture, the meta-narrative, the overall, or you can view the unique scene, the micro-story. It's a bit like using Google Earth. You can zoom in or you can zoom out. Once you start to see the story scenes in the Bible and characters in context of the greater whole, the overall picture has more depth and meaning. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.